What's on the menu for today? Welcome into the Sunday show. Uh, getting you guys caught up on everything that happened in the OUA yesterday. Connor was working CFL games, so we were not at uh, anywhere yesterday. I am in New York, so we definitely weren't going anywhere yesterday. Uh, but there were some good games across the province. Uh, a really good one in Waterloo, which we'll get to in a bit. Uh, but we'll start off with the York Lions at the Carlton Ravens. Uh, finished 45-14, to 14, Connor. Yeah, yeah. York actually did lead in this one a little bit. Noah Craney, two interceptions, but two interceptions in this one. But the bright spot thing we can point to, they had the lead. He played well. Despite the two interceptions, I do think that this was probably the best of three of Noah Craney's games so far this season. That's what we wanted to see. Progression, building, growth. And I think that's what they showed despite the 45-14 score. But um, I think Carlton also came out mad in this one. They dropped a loss that they probably didn't want to to Toronto. Yeah, and I think uh, what really killed York in this game was their own mistakes. I mean, uh, we had a fumble that went way back into the end zone, uh, ended up being a scoop and score. Uh, they had a pick six. They had two scores uh, on special teams as well, a blocked punt late and a punt return touchdown by the Carlton Ravens. So uh, the Ravens special teams certainly <laughs> came out pissed off, like you are saying, Connor. Um but that made the difference. Four touchdowns that did not have to come from the offense over half their points. Yeah, when you're getting, without when you're getting 28. Yeah. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. But when you're getting That's 28 okay. points from your special teams and your defense, it makes it tough if you're uh, if you're the opposing team to try to overcome that. When your offense isn't on the field and you're still hanging 30. I would like to see like what kind of statistics are whenever you get four defense and special teams touchdowns, how many times you've still lost the game. I, I would think that there's probably like probably not one, <laughs> one random team that lost that. Um, probably like a shootout game, <laughs> if that's the case. So the Lions could not tame the birds. Uh, we had a battle of Garnet, though, Connor, out in the hammer. We your did. Ottawa GGs, your Ottawa GGs had and a defensive game. I was going to say they had a day, an absolute day. Uh, I did. I wanted to see, and we said this in the in the preview. I wanted to see how Ottawa might respond to some of that heavy pressure from Mac. The response was good. It was a great response. Uh, Twenty to fourteen win for the Ottawa GGs. Man, uh, Ottawa's run defense. What? Yeah, they uh, eighty-five total yards for McMaster on the ground yesterday, but that was on fifteen carries. Uh, not only their run defense, they also added four stacks and two picks, including one by Mr. TK, Kevin McTome himself. Uh, that was a nice pick, too. Did you see the highlight? Yeah, I did. I also, uh, I'm blanking the name on the other interception they had, but it was a huge fight for the ball over the middle on a dig. Um, that actually set up their final score to Daniel Oladejo, which kind of put the game at 20-7 to and out of yeah. reach. So, uh JP too. JP another game for the The Ottawa GGs. The main thing for this Ottawa GGs right now, their lifeline is that man running the rock. Yeah. Uh, 102 and a touchdown. I think he had 20 carries, uh, five yards per carry. They just hand it to him. He, you hand it to him first and second down, five yards carry. You're getting it first. And Uh, and yeah. And I mean, you hand it to him for a reason because he does things like that. And this is going to sound cliche. And this is the old football adage, but like when your run game is working like that, look at what it does downfield for the Ottawa passing game. 
Yeah, and this is a huge road win for the GGs as well, as they now move to two and one on the on the year. So they are uh, setting themselves up to be in the top half of the OUA standings uh, through three weeks at least. Yeah, it was a, certainly a good showing. But let's move on to one of my favorite games this weekend. My goodness. Uh, okay, okay. I'd like to take a pause because in our preview for this week, we said, Guelph, pick a quarterback. We don't care who. We don't care how. We don't care why. Or how many. I said throw all three in there if you want to, but find <laughs> but some pick consistency. a quarterback. Uh, they did. Jake Helfrich. 373 passing, one rushing. Uh, so four total scores. They had a barn burner of a game. Waterloo almost came back on this one. Uh, at one point, Guelph is up 35 to 17, Connor. Waterloo came back, tied it up. And then Guelph walked down the field at the end of the game. Isaiah Smith, 53 seconds left, said, thanks for My the job, but we are running <laughs> back to Guelph. Isaiah Smith, did you call bank? No, he just called game. Janusis, <laughs> uh, though, for the Guelph Griffins, their top receiver on the day, eight for 160 and two. Um, Waterloo had a good day as well. I mean, James Basiliga, again, just had a monster day for the Guelph, or for the Waterloo Warriors, pardon me. Um, Nick Sue but- on the ground as well, over 10 carries, again, over 75 yards and a touchdown. Um, this was a battle. This was a battle, and it was a really, really exciting game to watch. I'm excited to go back and kind of dive into the all-cam stuff with it as well. And and what I'm going to be most interested in with this one is Guelph is now 1-2. and two. Waterloo is now 1-1. One and one. These teams could kind of end up middle of the pack, and we get to a point where we possibly see them match up in the first round of the playoffs. Um, or they're at the end of the year scrapping and fighting for that final couple spots. Yeah, they, they certainly could be. And I'm excited to see how it plays out. We still got five weeks to get there. So let's move on to the next one. Your Toronto varsity blues in another dog fight this so week. Uh, run defense, Connor. That was the story of this one for the Laurier Golden Hawks. We saw what Toronto did on the ground last week against Carlton this week. 75 total yards for Williams, Philip, Conte after the group went for 300 plus last week. Uh, they still scored in each quarter, but having to play left-handed really put the ball in Laurier's court for this one. Yeah, it certainly did. And when the ball is in Laurier's court, that just allows Taylor Elgersma to pull up from beyond the arc and crush <laughs> threes all game long, man. 188, two touchdowns. He did have an interception in the game, but still, I think the the bright spot for me in this one is, yeah, he was under 200 total yards, but it was the way in which he operated, the way that he picked apart the Toronto defenses and finding the end zone. I think that's a crucial thing. It was something he only did it once last week with his arm against a, a admittedly tough Western defense, but still in this one, Toronto looks like they're going to be a good team this year. And the way in which, you know, not only El Gersma, but the, the Laurier offense operated, uh, it, it showed some promise for me. I really liked it. And you mentioned that interception. Uh, Tanner Nelms also had a late fumble. Uh, well, late, I say late. Second half fumble. Uh, that kept Toronto in the game, those two turnovers. Yep. Uh, they were they were down 24-9, to nine, and then they got some life uh, after a couple of those turnovers. So uh, it was a lopsided game, 
and then all of a sudden it wasn't. Uh, but no, I, I think what you're saying with uh, with that um, Laurier controlling the pace of play, really setting the edge. Uh, Quinton Scott, 99 yards on the ground. Tanner Elms, 52. So uh, they were absolutely on their game plan. Run the ball, run the ball, take some good shots. Uh, Taylor Elgersma, I mean, they went downfield quite a bit. They had four receivers with a, at least a long of 10 yards. So uh, they weren't just trying to hit underneath and make plays afterwards. Man, sounds eerily similar to a Laurier story I've seen somewhere before. <laughs> Uh, the, the final game though, this was kind of everyone's big game matchup, uh, Yates cup rematch. Uh, I thought there was going to be a lot closer games, namely the Laurier Toronto one. I ended up almost being wrong. Um, it turned out that Waterloo and Guelph had the best game of the week. Uh, but Western did not quite do Western things this week, Connor, uh, for the first time this season, Edward Bonatti and Keon Edwards both did not have a hundred yards rushing. The reason wow. being <laughs> is Edward Winotti only had 95. Only 95. Keon Edwards still ran for 128. And as an offense, they had a 245 total yards rushing, but we didn't get the 250 and a hundred from each. So, Oh no. Darn an off day <laughs> for the Western run game to only have 245 yards. Uh, their quarterback though, Evan Hillock, Massive day with his arm. Uh, really weird day, I, I want to say. So he finished 12 of 20 for 193 touchdowns. Then he added a, a nice little 10-yard rush as well for a score. Yeah. Uh, completions. I said 12. That only went to three guys. Savon Magne-Jones, Justin Nixon, Seth Robertson. Each of those three guys all scored a touchdown. Justin Nixon scored the nicest one of the day, though. Uh, 54-yarder, yeah. way down the left side of the field. It's a great uh, throw. Great ball placement, too, from Hillar. It was, but uh, I, I think Western just kind of had these massive splash plays. Like, Ed Bonatti had a 44-yard carry. Keon had a 37-yard carry. Like, they had these chunk plays that just kind of broke down Queens bit by bit. Um, and then on Queens' offensive side, I'll let you kind of take that away more. Yeah, I, I think for me, the thing that – well, I, for both of us, I guess the thing that killed Queens is, yeah, they were able to move the ball and they were able to move the ball with some pace, but Achilles Hill being they could not get into the end zone. They got into the score zone, but they just couldn't capitalize. And, and Western too, uh, they had a massive goal line stand against Queens, held them out, held them to 11 points. And I mean, hey, when you're, when you're an offensive unit like the Western Mustangs, it makes it a whole lot harder to play keep up when you're holding teams to you know, sub 15 points through four quarters. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at the, the drive stats here and they only had four tune outs on the whole game. Um, they had a couple where it was like a three play drive and then they punted, but um, so they only had a couple two and outs, which, you know, they, they moved the ball. It's just when it came down to it, Connor, they could not convert in the score zone. Uh, like they, they just limited themselves in their opportunities and, uh, which was a little bit jarring for me to see too, especially with like knowing the type of offensive weapons that they have. Yeah. They're young in the backfield. Yeah. They might be a little bit younger out wide, but I mean, James Keenan is a guy who's shown that he can get things done. He beat a very good Ottawa team and moves the ball well. And he was moving the ball well in this game, but I mean, I just wanted to see that, that veteranship shine through and kind of convert some of those scoring opportunities. But don't forget about the weapons 
that the Western Mustangs have. Max von Muldorfer, uh, Jackson Finley, Robert Panabaker, Daniel Valenti. Uh, they've got guys too. And that's, that's kind of what it came down to was whose stars were going to shine brighter. Uh, Evan Hillock certainly shone last night in their all-black uniforms too. Ah, uh, what a look. What a look. <laughs> we asked him about that. He was excited, excited yeah. to wear them. So, I mean, maybe that's what, that's what went into the uh, three passing touchdown day from him. <laughs> a little extra juice in the black. A little extra unit. juicy in black. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I think uh, in terms of the Western game, right? Like they they targeted the Queen's corners and just said, "They're young. They're young out on Run the corner." Us. And you know they've got some veteran guys in the middle of the field with Eric Lana and and Ethan Martin. Like, are you thrown in the middle of the field? I'm. No. I mean, maybe, but not often. Yeah. No. Uh, honestly, I think. Uh, like even Ashton Miller Melanson, like he had five total tackles on the game. Like he didn't have a, a rough day. It's just uh, this Western Mustangs offense said, okay, you guys have to spend so much on the run game. Who's, who's helping on the outside? Cause we've got Justin Nixon and Savon Magnet Jones who can fly. And like Griffin Campbell didn't even get a catch tonight, Connor. Like that's uh, <laughs> when you can go through and have that. You know it as well as I know it. I mean, when you're asking a DB to carry a guy, an athletic guy, down the field that many times in a game because you're in zero or you're in cover one and you're bringing extra guys in the box, like it gets so hard over the course of the game. The DBs get worn out. They get worn down. You're in man coverage, tracking a guy downfield 30 times a game. I mean, yeah, something's going to break for a big play eventually. Uh, so that's it for this week. Next week, we got a big Saturday set. Guelph at Ottawa. Uh, can Guelph keep it going? How is Ottawa's defense going to look against this run game? Uh, Mac Waterloo, Laurier York, Carlton Queens, and Toronto Windsor. Uh, so we will tee those up for you guys later in the week. But for now, enjoy. If you miss any of the games, head to OUA TV. Make sure you watch them. You can get them on demand for free. Certainly can. I will be doing that, going back and watching some of the plays that uh, I may miss out or want another look at. But yeah, OUA TV is your spot for it. Unbelievable to say that we are wrapping up week three here. I'm excited for week four. Enjoy. As always, find us at social media accounts, uh, Wade Zank at Connor R. O'Neill at CF Perspective. Take care. Enjoy the first weekend of NFL football as well. Let's go.